Welcome to What Am I Doing With My Life? With me, your host, Alyssa Desai. Ever sit there just thinking, what am I doing with my life? Well, this is the podcast for you. Each episode will share a different woman's journey, normalize not having it all figured out, give you actionable tips and motivate you when you feel stuck, lost and overwhelmed by life. I am beyond excited to be sharing this podcast with you and I hope every single conversation you listen to helps you to feel less alone. I'm launching straight into today's episode as this is a bonus solo episode to round off season one of the podcast. I did a poll on my Instagram to see what advice people wanted and the absolute top choice was what to do when you feel stuck in life. And obviously this is something I'm very passionate about because I've got this podcast. So get a pen and paper because you're probably going to want to make some notes And I want to give you as much info as possible and for you to really feel like you can take some action steps after you listen to this. Because, you know, I shared on my Instagram the other day, knowing all this information is great, but actually what creates change is when we take action. Maybe you're jumping from job to job at the moment, just really feeling unfulfilled, or maybe you've been in a job for a while and you just feel stuck. You're like, there must be more, but you just don't know what to do, where to go, how to do it. You just basically have no idea what you're doing with your life. And if you listen to my previous solo episode about my journey, you, you'll you know that I felt like that for years. And I felt like everyone else had it figured out. But the thing is, it's not always true. And now I'm on the other side of this. I am so passionate about sharing other people's journeys just to really show that no one really knows. And it is this journey and it is full of ups and downs and unexpected moments and twists and turns. And it all ends up kind of working out. Um, But there might be moments in that when you're just like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? And that's where we just need to keep the faith that it's all going to work out. Now I feel so grateful to be doing what I love and to be fulfilling my purpose and helping people and working for myself. And I just want to help everyone get to that point too. And that doesn't mean that you have to work for yourself and launch a business and do what I do. No, it's about thinking about what you want to do and working towards that. But anyway, I'm, let me get into my um, points. So there are six key things that I really want to share with you. Number one is what do you actually want your life to look like? Because sometimes we can just coast along and complain about our jobs, but we don't actually do anything about it. So I want you to sit down and ask yourself, what do you want your life to look like? What's important to you? What can you spend hours doing and lose track of time? What excites you? If you didn't have to worry about money, what would you be doing? These are some questions that I want you to get really clear on. Often what I find when people feel stuck is they just keep on saying, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, and and talking about all the things that they don't want. Oh, I hate that my job does this, and I hate that I have to do that, and I don't want to do this, and I don't want to do this. And all we're doing is putting more energy, attention, and focus on what you don't want. And actually, I want you to start shifting this towards what do I want in life? So really answering those questions, taking a bit of time. And maybe right now you're not that clear. If you're not that clear, what I would really recommend you starting to tell yourself is every day it is becoming clearer to me what I want to spend my life doing. 
or every day I'm getting more clarity around my purpose. Use words that make you feel good, that align with your language, but start telling yourself something like that. So your unconscious mind starts to get on board with the fact that you are getting clearer, that you are getting more clarity, that you are working it out rather than I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, just creating more stuckness. So number two is I want you to define your version of success. And I first kind of got this idea about defining a version of success when I read a book in, oh, years ago now. I think it must have even been pre-coaching, maybe even 2018, um, The Multi-Hyphen Method by Emma Gannon. I can link it in the show notes. And she spoke in that book about defining your version of success. So it can be really easy, again, to just be coasting through life and trying to achieve a version of success that really doesn't align to you, to what you want to do in life. It's actually your parent vision or your partners or your friends or societies. And what's going to end up happening is you'll get to a point in your life, maybe it's when you've achieved this version of success and you're suddenly like, oh, this isn't what I want. Or you get to like the end of your life, sorry to be really morbid, but like on your deathbed and you're like, oh, I was really living for other people. Like I wasn't living for myself. And this might relate to that first part in terms of what do you want your life to look like? But this is really what would success look like and feel like for you? Going back to imagining yourself on your deathbed. If you're you're lying on your deathbed, and thinking, oh, yes, I really achieved the success that I wanted to have. What is that? Is it that you want to work your way up in a business and get to a really senior position, maybe even like CEO? Is it that you want to work for yourself um, and launch this idea you've been thinking about for years? Is it that you want to be an entrepreneur with multiple different businesses? Is it that you want to work in a few different jobs so you have lots of variety? Or maybe you work in a job which isn't about becoming really senior, but it's becoming more of an expert in your field. Or maybe it's about having a job which affords you the lifestyle that in your free time, you can pursue your hobbies and things that you love to do, but you don't really want to kind of do for money. There's no right or wrong here, but the more you can get clarity around what do you actually want? What is this version of success that you want? the happier you're going to be when you're working towards it and when you achieve it. And also, I'm just going to say a bit of a side note here that your version of success might change. Right now, you might think, okay, this is what I really want to achieve and this is my version of success and that's what I'm working towards. And you might reach that and you might realize that that isn't what you want and that is okay. Okay, but we don't need to worry about that right now. We just need to worry about the present and what we're doing now and focus on that version of success. And if you do get there and you realize actually you want to work towards something else or that actually didn't fulfill you, then you can look at that then. But I just wanted to say, you know, it is possible that your version of success might change. So get really clear around what is your version of success? And if those little thoughts are starting to come in, like, oh, but you should be doing this and you should be doing that and biological clock and like everyone else is getting married and everyone else has secure jobs and like your parents think you should do this and really try and quieten down that noise and just remind yourself, it's your life to be lived. 
And you are going to feel the happiest and most fulfilled if you live the life that you want to live, not anyone else's life. Number three is I really, really want you to realize that this is possible for you. So once you've written everything down for that part one and part two, I want you to sit down, look at that, take it in and really tell yourself, this is possible for me. Because what I see so often is people limiting themselves and they may do part one and part two. But then they go, oh, but it's not possible and this and this and this and I'm not sure and I'm too scared and I can't do it. So they never fulfill that or they feel too scared to even write anything down for those two parts because they are so kind of scared that they might fail or they might succeed. So I really want you to ingrain the belief in your mind that this is possible for you. One of the really great ways that we can do that is to build that belief using repetition. So commit to telling yourself every day for the next 30 days or however long it takes for you to start to feel that shift um, in your mind where when you're saying it, you go from, oh, I'm not sure to, yeah, actually, I think this is true. Um, Start repeating it to yourself every day. Okay. See it as an experiment. Make this commitment. It will take, you know, a minute a day just for you to say, this is possible for me. All of my dreams are possible for me and more. I can achieve all of this and more, whatever you want to say to yourself. But I really want your unconscious mind to be supporting you. If you follow me on social media, you've probably heard me talk about the unconscious mind before. The unconscious mind makes up 95% of your mind. And when we have it working against us and saying, this isn't possible, this isn't possible, this isn't possible, this isn't possible... We can really, really, really want it, but we're always going to be held back. And I want your unconscious mind, that 95% of your mind, to be supporting you absolutely 100%. So I want it to get on board with the idea that all of your dreams, the life that you want to have, how you want it to look, the version of success, the version of success that you want to achieve is possible for you. So start repeating that to yourself every day once you've done part one and part two. If you're really struggling with this, know that that's where you can seek additional support because there might be other limiting beliefs at play. There might be other fears at play. Hypnotherapy might help. Know that you don't always have to go through that alone and definitely seek out support if you want support and if you feel that you need support. But you might start repeating that to yourself and you might be like, oh my gosh, I believe this. Like It is all possible for me. I'm amazing. The last thing I would say on beliefs is that everyone's mind varies. And for one person, they might repeat it to themselves a few times and they 100% believe it. And for another person, it might take them a little bit longer. That is okay. Don't feel disheartened or don't compare yourself to anyone else. Just this is you and your mind and you programming your mind to support you. Number four and this relates to number three, is building a strong foundation of beliefs to support you. As I just mentioned, the unconscious mind is so incredibly powerful. And when that, when our unconscious mind, 95% of our mind is working against us and saying, this isn't possible, you're not good enough, you don't deserve this, 
you can't do this. It's too scary. I'm going to do everything in my power to keep you safe and stop you. It is going to be really, really, really hard. It's going to feel like you're swimming against the current. It's going to be exhausting. Whereas I want you swimming with the current. You don't even have to barely swim. You're just floating along and it gets to be easy. So this is why I really want your mind to be supporting you. So I'm going to list some beliefs that I think can be quite helpful when you feel stuck in life and when you are trying to figure out what you want to do and just get unstuck, okay? So you can make a note of these, you can use these as a base, you can tweak them, you can create your own, as long as they are positive and they are supportive and they make you feel good when you say them. So try and use the language that you like to use and they feel really good for you. I'm a big hugger. So I always like to think about an empowering belief, a mantra, affirmation, whatever you want to call them as like a big hug. You know, when you've had a hard day and someone gives you a hug and you just feel like it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. I've got this. I'm okay. That is how I want you to feel when you are reading, repeating, writing your affirmations, beliefs, mantras, whatever you want to call them. So some examples, every day I'm getting closer to my dream life. Every day I'm getting more and more clarity around my purpose. Every step I take is leading me to my dream life. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. I focus on myself and what step I can take next. It's easy for me to take action. I don't need to know every single step to reach my goals. I just need to focus on the next step. It's okay for me to take a different path to everyone else's. I believe in myself. So those are some examples. If you are struggling to think of your own and these feel good for you, use these. Start to integrate them into your life. So, you know, I said earlier in step three about repeating um, that this is possible for you every day for 30 days. Think about integrating these for the next 30 days, whether you repeat them, whether you write them, whether you have reminders and post-it notes. This is for you to get creative with. As I said a minute ago, and I will always bang on about, your mindset is so important. And figuring out what you want to do is one part of it. But actually doing it is a whole other part. And actually doing it, that part can be so filled with fear and doubt and worry and lack of belief in ourselves. So I really want you to build this strong foundation of I can do this and it is going to work out. And, you know, I don't need everything figured out right now because life is full of ups and downs. There's going to be moments when we feel stuck. There's going to be moments when we feel confused, overwhelmed, have no idea what we're doing. But if we come back to this and have a strong foundation that everything is going to work out and it's all going to be okay, we can manage those ups and downs so much easier. Step five, take action. I'm not sure I can actually emphasize this enough, but you need to actually take action on this. Like I said earlier, just knowing all of this doesn't really do anything. Yes, you might have greater awareness, but you need to 
act on that awareness for things to be different, for your life to change. In order for you to feel unstuck, you need to take action. You need to actually start taking some steps forward and moving out of this place you're in now. And I know this comes with a lot of fear and it can feel really daunting and overwhelming. But if you never try, you will never know. And going back to what I said earlier about being in your deathbed, would you rather be on that deathbed and say, do you know what? I gave that life a go. That life and the dreams and the version of success that I really, really wanted, I gave it a go. It may have not worked out exactly as I was thinking. It may have worked out even better, but I gave it a go rather than, you know, I'm sitting here and I I never gave it a go. I, I never tried. So in terms of taking action, if you're feeling really scared right now, what I want you to remind yourself that it's okay to feel fear. So often what happens is people feel fear, they see it as a sign that they need to not do the thing, and then they don't do it, which further reinforces that this is something to be avoided, further reinforcing the fear and making you avoid it even more. What I want you to start telling yourself and reminding yourself is that it's completely normal and okay to feel fear. You are feeling fear generally around new things that are out of your comfort zone. And it's okay, right? It is your body and your mind's response to going, I need to protect you. I need to keep you safe. And right now, this is new. This is daunting. Hold on a sec. This could change your life. This could change your relationships, your friendships, change everything. And I I don't know if we're ready for that. Are we ready for that? So it goes up, it puts the barriers up and it keeps you safe. And that's ultimately it. Fear is coming up to keep you safe. A shift that I made really early in my journey was I started to recognize fear as a good thing, as a sign that, oh, this is exactly what I should be doing. Because if I feel fear, it means I'm going outside my comfort zone. It means I'm expanding my comfort zone. It means I'm building trust in myself and confidence in myself and belief in myself and I'm growing. So actually, it's a really good thing. First of all, try to make that perspective shift to see fear as a positive sign that you are taking steps outside your comfort zone. And that is a good thing. Number two is don't fight the fear. Don't feel like, oh my God, I'm feeling fear. This is so terrifying. Oh, I need to resist. I need to fight it. Know that it's your body's way of keeping you safe. So when you do feel that fear, two things that you can try is, and this will depend whether you get very in your head or very in your body and feel kind of, when I say very in your body, I mean, feel heart beating fast, clammy hands, feel like you're getting really hot maybe it's a combination of both. If you get very in your head, I want you to start telling yourself and reassuring yourself like you are reassuring a child. You know, so you might be saying this, you might imagine yourself as a younger version of you or imagine another child, or it's okay if you just want to talk to yourself without imagining a child. Really reassuring yourself. This isn't being like, oh, why am I feeling so scared? This is so pathetic. Like, oh, why am I feeling this? It's like, don't worry. You've got this. It's okay. 
I know you feel really scared right now and we are safe. It's completely fine. We're stepping outside our comfort zone. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to grow. I'm going to learn. My confidence is going to get a huge boost. I've got this. I'm okay. For example, right? So if you get really in your head, I want you to talk to yourself and talk yourself through it in a comforting and compassionate way. If you get very in your body, then what you need to do is activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So effectively what's happening is your body is going to fight or flight. And so it's getting into those, you know, those things of like heart beating really fast and you're feeling all of that. And we want to calm your body back down. And by activating the parasympathetic nervous system, it will send messages up to your mind too, that it's safe. I'm okay. It's all right. So a really great way to do this is with breathing exercises. So breathing in for four and out for eight and just really elongating that breath. Or you can breathe in for four and then out for four, in for four, out for five, in for four, out for six, in for four, out for seven and in for four, out for eight. So those are two breathing exercises you can do. You can also yawn. So maybe if you're in a meeting, you're about to go present something, you might not want to start yawning. But if you're in a place where you can yawn, you can yawn. Um, And then also connect with your peripheral vision. So keep your head face forwards, but just, and your eyes face forwards, but just notice what is either side of you to your left and to your right. Just taking in that and widening your gaze. Hopefully that makes sense. If you want to have more exercise on this, there are loads of stuff on YouTube. So just get onto YouTube, find a resource and use something that helps you to really calm your mind and body when you feel fear so you can start taking action. Some examples of some things that I did when I was starting coaching and I was like, right, I think this is what I want to do. Let me kind of like delve into this is I signed up to a free coaching taste weekend I reached out to coaches and I contacted them to see if they would have a chat to me about being a coach, what it was like day to day, just so I could get a bit more of a feel for it. I researched diplomas. I started to look at working for myself and what that would look like. So I was just, you know, putting some feelers out there and then I started my diploma. This place of taking action and exploring what you want to do. I've been there before. About I don't know how many years ago now, but at one point in my career, I thought I really wanted to get into learning development. So I really went into this action mode. I was contacting loads of people. I was seeing if I could do like work experience. I was talking to people whether I could move internally. I was getting involved in projects at work, which related to learning and development. And I was really exploring it. I kind of got to the point where I was like, it's just going to be the same stuff, different job. I don't think it is what I want to do. And that was okay, right? Another thing that I see people doing is they're so scared of exploring it in case it's the wrong thing. But maybe you get to this point and you start exploring what feels like the right thing. You explore it and then it doesn't feel like the right thing. And that's okay. Know that that has given you more clarity. I know it might not feel like it, but you kind of tick that off your list and you're like, okay, what is it about that that I do and don't like? And, you know, going back to my example, what I realized was like, actually, it's, I'm just going to still be working for someone else, doing the same things, but it's just going to be a slightly different role. And that's ultimately not what I want. I want to be helping people on a deeper level and I want to be working for myself. 
right? So there I got clarity. I just hadn't kind of connected all the dots because this was, I mean, I think this might've been back in like, I don't even know, 2016, 20, 2017, maybe 2017. So yeah, anyway, know that that's going to help you. So allow yourself to explore. And at this point, you might have a few options and think, okay, these are some things I would like to do. Let me explore those. Some people will never do the first four steps. And a lot of people who do do those first four steps get to this point and they never take action. So I really want to emphasize this. Taking action is so important if you want things to change, if you want to get unstuck, if you want to figure out what you want to spend your life doing and feel fulfilled. So please, please, please start taking some action and know that this can start very, very small. It doesn't need to be a huge leap. You don't need to quit your job right now and change everything unless you really want to. It can start really small. Step six, take the pressure off. So there's a few ways I want you to take the pressure off. Firstly, and this relates to what I was just saying, take the pressure off everything being the right thing for you. You might try something and it might not feel right. And that is okay. Again, if you listen to my solo episode, you would have heard that I went into a marketing role thinking I was becoming this marketing girly and then literally hated it and wanted to quit with the first day. It wasn't right. But being in that job gave me the most amount of clarity I've ever had in my career. So it was so helpful. And I just want you to take the pressure off everything having to be right. Take the pressure off that this thing you start exploring is going to be the thing or that you might go into this job and this is the job that you're going to be in for the rest of your life or the business or that's the business you're going to launch and that's going to be it. Things might change. Life changes. We have no idea what is coming. And I know that can feel so daunting, but I hope by listening to this podcast so far, if you've listened to the other episodes, and if you don't, I would really recommend you going and listening to them, is that the unexpected is really what makes life so exciting. You can see it from so many of my guests' journeys. It's actually incredible that they had no idea what was coming and it was actually quite incredible and how exciting all the things that did end up falling into place when they probably least expected it. Basically, I want you to have fun exploring. I want you to see it as an exciting thing that you get to do rather than like, oh God, I got to figure this out. It's like, I get to, I get to explore this and explore this and explore this and look into this and look into this. Okay. So I want you to have fun with it. The other thing I want you to take the pressure off is when you are making decisions, so let's say, do I leave this job? Do I stay? Do I start that job? Do I not? Do I start this business? Do I not? We can often get into this mentality of the right and wrong. Which one's the right choice? Which one's the wrong choice? There is no right and wrong choice. It's just two different decisions leading to two different places, which you have no idea what they're going to be like. If you get to that place and you don't like it, you just make another decision and you go and do something else. So take the pressure off the right and wrong decision. And also I'm a huge, huge, huge believer in the wrong, quote unquote, wrong decisions can sometimes be the best for us. Going back to me thinking I was becoming a marketing expert. Um, And the other thing about making the right or wrong decision is you are always going to make what feels like the right decision for you. Even though I'm saying there is no right and wrong because there isn't, 
you're not going to sit there and go, okay, which one feels really good and which one doesn't feel as good? And let me choose the one that doesn't feel as good. You're always going to choose the one that feels like the right decision for you. We can't predict the future and you might make that choice and it might not work out. And that is completely okay. You want to know exactly as when I started this marketing job, honestly, I was so excited. I was like, all my Christmases have come at once. I'm going to be working as agents. I'm going to be working with charities. I feel like I'm giving back and helping people. I got this opportunity. I've changed my whole career. I felt so happy. I felt like I was really making the right decision. It was only when I was in it that I realized it wasn't right for me, but it still really helped me. And now I'm so grateful for that job because I don't know if I would be here if I hadn't have gone into that job. The last thing I want you to take the pressure off is take the pressure off getting unstuck and having everything figured out right now. And I know this podcast is about getting unstuck and what are you going to do if you have no no idea what you're doing with your life. But, you know, I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the episode, sometimes we can just put so much energy, attention and focus on, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. It's almost like we have a big pile of stuckness and we just keep adding to it and adding to it and adding to it and adding to it and adding to it. And I just want you to take the pressure off having it all figured out right now. Know that you will figure it out and just trust that it will come. Something again that I've spoken about, I feel like quite a lot in the podcast episodes is having this faith and belief that it's all going to work out. And trust me, there are days sometimes, definitely in my journey, and I still have them now, where you just wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, wait, what's happening? Like something just doesn't feel right. And you just have to come back to like, it's all going to be okay and it's all going to work out. So take the pressure off yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be compassionate to yourself. Don't compare yourself to others. Everyone is on their own path doing their own thing. And I have no doubt that everyone else is experiencing their own ups and downs, whether you see them or not. Focus on yourself. You've got this. I have so much faith in you. I believe in you. I really hope this has been helpful. If you want to go back, re-listen to this, make notes, write the six steps down, really commit to doing them. Really do. Because again, right, just writing these down, these six steps and actually doing them is your first piece of action that you're taking. Actually, do you know what? Listening to this podcast is the first piece of action. So then going on and doing those steps, you're already doing so much action towards getting unstuck. Thank you so, so much again for listening and supporting the podcast it has been absolutely incredible and i'm so excited to bring you season two can't believe season one is already done in the meantime please do connect with me on instagram and let me know your thoughts any light bulb moments when you listen to the podcast any feedback i would love to know and if you suddenly get so much clarity or you figure out what you want to do with your life i always really love to hear that so please do send me messages and keep me updated send you so much love. I will see you on Instagram and I can't wait for season two. Take care.